And we are back, Buckets and Dan Sportsland, the Pepper Recap. And another just unbelievably well-done, organized event for the guys that run it. And we're going to bring on Michael Cotta and Pat Cahill, the GMs, later. But we're going to start with some initial thoughts, some raw reaction from Buckets after participating in his first Pepper this weekend. It was everything it's cracked up to be, Dan. Uh, it was really the perfect blend of ultra-serious competitive golf for guys who are recreational at best to, you know, and, and a blend of it being just a real fun weekend uh, with a really nice group of guys. So I, I had a lot of fun. I thought it was a great, great event. It was a close after day one. There was a great after party at Pat's house. Very fun. We got to do some, I'm sure many of you that are listening, all seven of you, uh, watch the videos on the Buckets and Dan Twitter account. If you have not, please go do that. We were able to recap day one. We'll get to that in a second. But, Bill, your overall thoughts on your game this weekend? Uh, Actually, do me a favor. Yeah. Your your, conf your confidence level going into Saturday, and then your confidence level going into Sunday, then your overall thoughts. Confidence level going into both days was a little shaky still because Saturday I didn't know what to expect, how I would do. And then Sunday still there was a lot of pressure there. Um, but Saturday I played pretty well with Mike on the scramble, the front nine, and we took it to the last hole, Frank Briandi and Eddie Sudik. And, um, the back end of that day played rough start with Chad Mosier, but he picked me up and then I got back into some pretty good form towards the end of the Saturday. So overall I felt really good. Sunday, um, w I was terrible with Corey. Yeah, he'll be we'll the first to one to tell you that. I'm sure he's already put it all in the tabloids, and he's told every every one of his friends. But uh, didn't play my best. Did definitely not play my best. Hit a couple really, really sweet shots, uh, one that a lot of the Pepper guys saw, which was pretty cool. And still had a chance to win that point, alternate shot point with like a six-foot putt. Yeah, we'll, get to that. we'll get to that as well. All right. yeah, I'm, um, just, I'm just telling you what happened. And yeah. then I won my singles match. So what outside of the actual golf – what was your favorite parts of the weekend? I mean, just everything about it. You know, the the people that were around it. You know, the job that the media did was was a one, and uh, it was just really cool to be a part of. What did your family and friends have to say to you afterward, Bucks? They were proud. Uh, you know, just just for me to to be playing competitive sports again. Yep. You you well, looking at you, it's it's been a while. We we got to get this mic situation figured out. <laughs> you gotta keep wiggling it. Yeah. Nope, still, still not there. Well, while you figure that out, we are going to bring on Michael Cotta and Pat Cahill momentarily. Mm -hmm. Before we ask them maybe some changes looking forward, is there anything you could think of maybe to offer some advice of how they can even take this to the next step? Well, for more novice golfers like myself, I would I, I did not enjoy alternate shot. Um, I just think it's a really difficult format. But I think for the the more purists, the people who lead this tournament, uh, I can understand why it's a good format. All right. Well, on that note, uh, I will say, number one, that I, I was very proud um, mm -hmm. as your co-host and friend. And um, I thought, I like I said coming into the preview, it's going to go one way or the other. We're not going to come out saying, ah, Buckets did okay. I mean, you exceeded expectations. And you fell right into the Corey Martin trap, which is why Pat Cahill got rid of him off the team. But, again, we'll get to that in a minute. But I think it's time to send it over to Mike and Pat. Here we go! Woo! 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 One, two, 
two, two and then the three, three, three and then the four, four, then you gotta breathe, breathe, one and then the two, two, two and then the three, three, three and then the four, four, then you gotta breathe, breathe, then you gotta and we are now very excited to bring back on the general managers of Team Lakata and Team Cahill, Mike Lakata, Pat Cahill, the organizers of the Pepper. Gentlemen, welcome back on to Buckets and Dan, and congrats on another great weekend. Hey, thank you for having us. It was a great weekend. Everyone had a great time, and most importantly, Team Cahill is victorious again. So thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, Dan, obviously the result wasn't there, but a great weekend had by all. And uh, for me, it's all sights set on uh, Pepper 23 at this point. So let's recap day one. Team Cahill, like they normally do, fellas, they came out of scramble and best ball up 5-3. to three. Um, Big matches played by Eddie Sudik. Guy can swing him. He, had, he struggled in his interview afterward at the after party. He was a little bit nervous, but that's okay. Uh, came through and it counted, and for your team, Mike, it turned out to be Buckets was a big player on uh, on Saturday. Absolutely. I said it in the interview Saturday night. So proud of uh, Coach O'Hare because, he, you know, I did that uh, of that, you know, there's four nine-hole matches in the pepper. Of that f match was by far the worst golf I was playing. Um, you know, didn't score a lot this year, but those next three, you know, all four matches went nine holes which in match play if you're up by more than one going into the last hole the match is over you know it ends when you can't win it so I was in four close matches and that first match was was because of Bill O'Hare it was not because anything I did and playing against Frank who's you know probably a top golfer in this thing and Eddie Sudik man I loved Eddie I told Eddie I was so proud of him Saturday <laughs> night uh, because that's the thing once you, you know I, I remember I drafted Eddie Sudik Eddie Sudik's one of my guys, and to see him go on to a new team and excel, I couldn't be happier for, for all my guys who go on and flourish. So uh, real proud of that team. But, yeah, had a putt there. on uh, All we had to do on nine in that match was make a par to get a half a point. We just came up short, a uh, little bit of a, of, of a fupa on the green. Uh, we, we didn't mark a ball, and, and, and it – was probably only a matter of inches, but when you lip out putts, inches are everything. So we're right there towards the end uh, in that one, and uh, and that was kind of the story of my weekend. I was right there in the lot and just couldn't really close the deal. Before we get to Pat and talking about Eddie's performance, was that the putt that Bill lined up for about uh, five minutes then realized he didn't have his putter or that the ball wasn't marked correctly so he had to go through his whole routine again? No, that was two holes before. Okay. Um, and, and, and Bucks is a tough guy to play against. And I really and think, with. And with, yeah. <laughs> tough guy to play alongside in any capacity. Um, sets his putter five feet behind him as he gets lays down on the green to, to, to line. I don't know what he does down there, but he's done doing something and then has to get up dizzy trying to turn back and, and find the putter and get it's it's a wild routine um, it, down the road. Would I like to see him change it? Sure. But I think in that situation, it was tough to play. Like, I wouldn't want to play against the guy who was doing that all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think it worked to his advantage. Uh, I told him not to change a single thing. Uh, Pat, I apologize it's taken so long to get to our our winning captain and winning GM for this interview, but, you know, you were up 5-3 after Saturday. Can you tell us how confident you were in your team? I know we interviewed you Saturday night as well, but 
tell the folks right now how confident you were and and how confident you were that we wouldn't have a collapse like sometime you know we've seen that in the past from Team Cahill. Yeah, you know it was um, it's actually funny going back to Saturday. Mike was in the first group teeing off, and I was in the I was in the final group. And I kid you not, you you rarely see this. Sixteen straight tee shots, all in play, all hit well. We knew it was going to be a great tournament from the start. Um, I think you touched on Eddie Sudik a little bit. Um, loved what I saw from Saturday. I know he came down a little bit Sunday, but Eddie played amazing. Um, you know, you want to talk about that trade? Eddie and Pete both come out with two points on Saturday. And historically, those guys don't really score well on Saturday. So that was great to see. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, I mean, we don't really put Saturday into, into our heads. I don't think anyone does in this tournament. We've been up every year going into Sunday. Um, you know, I was expecting maybe a little bit more out of Frank Briandi in singles. I was hoping, you know, he was going to be the one to take down Spina. But, you know, we, we still have a Spina problem that we got to figure out on Team Cahill. We can't take that guy down. Um, but the mood was good. Everyone was confident. Um, I was playing the best golf of my life. Um, we had a lot of guys playing, you know, the best golf of the year. So I think we were confident and, um, we, we had good matchups going into Sunday and we were really confident. I know I was really confident in Jimmy over, uh, Mike with all due respect, Mike, that one played out how we wanted the matches that we needed to hit hit. So we just took care of business and we did our job on Sunday. So all is good. Pat, it's the sixth year of the pepper. And I think you could count on one hand, how many golfers have come out with four points out of a weekend. So I want to congratulate you and what do you think was your biggest you. strength over the weekend? Um, you know, I think just, just being able to stay focused. Uh, I had good partners all weekend. Frank Briandy really helped me early on Sunday. Um, Sunday morning is kind of what we've talked about before on this podcast. Um, you never know how people are going to be feeling. Um, so you, you, you kind of rely on that teammate to pick you up. Um, with it being alternate shot, it was, it was even more difficult. But, you know, all the guys were positive. Um, all the guys were awake, ready to go, and we were all focused. And uh, I think – We've seen that collapse story happen enough, and, and people were motivated. Yeah, and I, it also helps that you played Corey twice, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Mike, when we talk about going into Sunday, you at those post, the post-day one interviews where it said, and everybody on your team really said that you guys were confident you had them right where you want them. It, you, you were comfortable in that position. You ended up being down 7.5 to 4.5. You won three straight singles to tie it up, and then it came down to you and Jimmy the body. Yep. Can yep. you break down that match for us? Awesome match. Awesome match. Um, came off of a tough alternate shot match with the rookie Kyle Whipple. Um, played well enough to win that match. Caught a couple tough breaks um, and, and lost it. And then... Can I, I'm sorry, can I interrupt you very quickly? Did Whipple respond the way you were looking for after you called him out Saturday night? Let me say this about Kyle Whipple. Um... <laughs> Took it serious, was into it, practiced his tail off, uh, cared, had a great showing at the party, um, checked a lot of pepper boxes, uh, almost perfect, as I said. Uh, but for Team Lakata, we're not shooting for almost. You know, we're, we, we're not winning trophies, and, and we're looking for 100% perfect buy-in. So, uh, but anyways, no, he played fine. Uh, had, you know, again, a couple rookie uh, mindless putts and a couple bad bounces, and we end up losing that match. And and uh, and now this is the tough part about the pepper is 
you go lose a real intense match, and now in five minutes, I got to be up on the tee to face Jimmy the Body <laughs> Abbott, which uh, of the 16 people in the tournament, maybe besides old Lou Spina, I, uh, 14 of us don't want that job of mm-hmm. playing the body. But yep. I took it. I took the challenge, uh, won the first hole, got up early, um, gave one back on five, hit a four or five, hit a really good shot, hit a sprinkler head, cost me. Um, Jimmy gave me, you know, I wouldn't say, Jimmy, me and Jimmy, our whole group, Lou, Frank, me and Jimmy were playing really, really, really good golf. Um, would love to see kind of what the scores were. I would guess me and Jimmy's match was right around even par mm-hmm. golf. Um, was playing really, really well, got to seven tied. Jimmy beat me on seven. Funny how this thing plays out here on eight. Par three, he hits his drive out of bounds. So now in my head, I'm thinking, here we go. We're going to be, this is going to be a nine-hole match. I'm going to have a chance on nine to bury the body, you know. And uh, <laughs> he, he just hit an incredible vintage Jimmy Abbott chip shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, end up We've all up, seen it. Ends up eight. Now on, on nine, we're both pretty much in front of the green and two, long par four. And he pulled Shanks one. I mean, dead sideways. Um, and again, that he hits one dead sideways. I think if I can hit a decent chip, I'm going to have a putt to point in singles against Jimmy the Body. Very excited. Hit a good chip shot out of the bunker uh, to about six feet. Sure enough, old steady Jimmy Abbott. What does he do after a cold shake? <laughs> Same exact club. Hits it to a couple feet. Nails the putt. Uh, so I still had that chance. I still did have a six-footer that would have got me a, a half a point mm-hmm. and hit a good putt, hit a really good putt, uh, <laughs> hit a ball mark or something and, and just lips out. Um, putter wasn't there this week in general, but played, you know, again, was in the match and, and lost to a really, really good player so I can sleep well at night knowing. And, and, and I'll say this to, to Lou Spina and I'll say this to Pat Cahill and I hope they can hear me. Uh, <laughs> If this was a five-hole match that Jimmy mopped me up, go ahead and, and give me whoever you want. I think in a, in a full 10-round title fight that goes to the scorecards, I think I earned a shot at a rematch. Yeah. It might not be next year, but I want the body. He wants the body. Whew, that, was, that was a good recap. Uh, Bucket, let's throw it to you quick. Um, I want to know, you're, you know, we, we've, we touched on a little bit earlier. We went, you went from two of the – personally two of the best card partners I can think of that I have personally golfed with in Michael Cotta and Chad Mosier two very positive a lot of hey that'll play or you're safe there and then and he will admit this a tough guy to play with if you don't bring your game in the most mental game on earth the fact that he can't understand that his partner need a little positive motivation instead he's telling you to drive with your putter uh you went to Corey Martin talk about the different you know, just the mental aspect of going from Sunday to Saturday morning. Yeah, he wrote Saturday to Sunday morning. Excuse me. Yeah, he rode me pretty good. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, but you know, at, at times he was he was being really positive and he was uplifting as much as he could be early. Um, but I was down, and you know, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna throw Corey under the bus because there could have been other partners that maybe I wouldn't have responded anyway. And I still, I hit some good shots, but just I mean, really, I. He almost did everything in his willing to keep us in it, and I did just about everything I could to keep us out of it um, until the last – besides a few holes. 
So uh, not going to throw him under the bus. For the most part, I'd say he was a good teammate. And how'd you finish up? How, you want to touch on Pat Brown at all? And you know the the competitor he is in your singles well, match. Well, yeah, I would say as as poorly as I played, I I would say Corey played almost as good as he could. He was pretty consistent. Uh, he went OB a few times as well. Um, there it is. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Just driving and reversing forward over Corey's body at this point. Sand shot, Corey missed the putt, then I still had a chance. Still win. Still win. And, hey, uh, and Bucks, let me interrupt here because I have a unique perspective. On that putt with all 15 guys up on the edge of the green I watching, like was it a little bit unlike a normal putt playing on a Saturday or Sunday over at Deerwood? Yeah, it was. Like, I, I thought. And it was screaming out pretty good. Rail hit a hit hit a pitch up. Um, I would have gotten to it, but um, then I had Pebro in singles, and I won the first five holes. So. Just absolutely ripped his trachea out on the back nine. Here and here's what I'll say with alternate shot. It wasn't all Corey's fault, but. It wasn't Corey's fault, but when you're playing alternate shot, you're relying on your teammate that much more, yep. more than a best ball, more than right. a scramble. So I felt so much more at ease once I got to 10. You know, Colorado coolers are starting to kick in, and, <laughs> and even if I would slice a drive, you know, I wouldn't be super rattled. You know, I was, I was thinking less – I was thinking about Corey too much when I was playing alternate shot. You know, I was a little bit rattled as a rookie, so – yep. I got to scramble or um, singles, I felt pretty good. And you're only going to come out stronger from this experience, Bill, and everybody on this podcast knows that. Yep, yeah. Pat, let's let's throw it back to you. And this, this, you know, Corey's officiating my wedding. This isn't a bash on Corey Martin podcast, but it's certainly going to be a bash on Corey Martin segment. You took two points single-handedly from the man after throwing him off your team as a throw-in in the what people are calling the Pete DiSabio trade. Uh, Pat, can you just touch on you know what you saw this weekend and what you basically called going into it? Yeah, you know, first off, I want to say you know I we overlapped on a couple holes. You know, I was one group ahead of Corey in buckets, and I saw what Corey was doing. He's got to he's got to do a little bit of maturing if he wants to stay in this tournament. Corey Martin does. Um, you know, he was riding bucks really down on him, right? So. You know, and, and, you know, I think the immaturity kind of, kind of transfers over to his golf game as well. You know, a lot of these guys, they don't care about putts. They don't care about short games. They just want to go up and say, hey, I hit that drive 300 yards. I hit my nine iron 200 yards. Perfect example is Corey Martin and me are tied, or I'm up one and going into the second last hole in singles match. Corey Martin hits this beautiful five iron to about three feet, misses the putt. He just doesn't have the commitment to the short game in the greens. Um, Corey Martin played really well. He did. Um, like I said, if he makes that putt and he goes up one, we're going into 18, you know, this could be a different match. But, you know, I was, I was confident the whole day. I was playing well the whole weekend. Um, another guy I want to shout out is Justin Wainwright. Three points this weekend. I think he's undefeated in, in all shot lifetime. One in singles, took care of Chad. Chad played great as well. But Justin Wainwright doesn't get enough credit on this podcast. He, um, he played his tail off. Great weekend for Justin. All the guys played great, but 
yeah, it was just a great weekend. Can I throw it to you, uh, real? I'm going to throw it back to you, Mike. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Rodgers and Mosier continued their streak of being undefeated in alternate shot. Can you just touch on their game this weekend? I can touch on it um, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Scotty Rogers had a tremendous Sunday, uh, winning two points for us, a, another uh, alternate shot victory. Don't know, leading in, uh, we may have uh, uh, given some bad info. He okay. was not undefeated. Oh. In fact, I think he was one and one. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so now he's two and two and one. He was very confident he in was. fact during the interview. And whenever Scotty Rowe tells me anything, I, I mean, take yep. it as a fact. Smart. And so, as anyone should. But our, our, our league historian did go back and check mm -hmm. the records and uh, – and that was one. Another one is Wainwright and Abbott, after this year's alt shot, were spewing that they have been teammates in every <laughs> alternate shot and have won every alternate shot. And I honestly think this was the first time they were ever teammates. So I don't know where they got that from, but it's just like playing high school sports. The further you get away from yep. it each year, the more you can just lie yeah. and, and embellish your stats and, and all that. So I'm sure a year from now, you, on next year's preview, you'll hear about how I beat the body last yep. year. You yep. know, So it's just a matter of time. Uh, Pat, I, I want to throw it back to you. you. We do have one stone cold fact, and that is that Frank Brandy took the all-time lead with two and a half points this weekend. He now sits at 14 and a half. You know, you went out and got him in the offseason. Talk about what he added to your team. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I think it was, you know, a level of leadership um, that we needed. Um, like I said, I was a little disappointed he didn't go out and get that singles point. Um, you know, that's where we really needed him. But he still played great. You know, that can happen to Lou. Um, that can happen against Lou. Um, but, no, I think Frank was great. Frank Frank did what he had to do. Um, you know, he was there for Jimmy, helped Jimmy, coast, coasted Jimmy along to that singles match. Like I said, an old shot with me calming me down. Hey, stay focused, stay focused. And I need that. You know, I, I can drift, you know, I can play three holes and, and, you know, I'm elsewhere. So Frank was great in that aspect. Um, he was great at the after party. Buckets was great at the after party. You know, I, I, uh, I gained a lot of respect for, for, for Bill Buckets this weekend. Bill, I just want to say what a fabulous weekend you had in your first ever pepper. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so let's wrap it up with some closing thoughts. Mike, we'll start with you. Your overall thoughts on another pepper and maybe some some teasers or some ideas floating around of how we can continue brick by brick to build this tournament. Danny, I told you back in the preview that this was the probably the biggest offseason in pepper history. I would not bet against the fact that this coming offseason will now be the biggest in pepper history. Uh, we have a lot of talks. Uh, location TBD, dates TBD. Um, one thing I can promise you, aside from the pepper, is, is more Team Lakata, is we are not going to deviate. We are going to find committed guys who want to get better and who buy in and see the value in being a part of something bigger than themselves. And we're going to find eight of us, and we're going to go bring the trophy back where it belongs. Now, when, it, who knows, but I promise you, with me leading the charge from a roster standpoint, from Lou Spina leading the charge from captain in this team, it will not be long before we get the team where we want. And then once we get the team where we want, uh, we got to believe if we stick to the process, the trophy is going to follow thereafter. So that's going to be the commitment this offseason. I played Sunday. 
uh, or, or no, we finished Sunday. I played Monday. I played, I played yesterday. So uh, I'm playing tomorrow. So I'm, I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to get better. And I'm going to hope that my captain trusts me with opportunities. And I'm going to hope that the seven guys I got lined up next to me uh, see the value in, in working hard and coming to work and, and going to get a trophy. So that's what we're going to do. And there's no thoughts of taking back the captaincy role? None. Let me squash it right there. <laughs> I told Lou Spina, uh, he, listen, down the stretch, Sunday, inexperience at that captain spot showed. Absolutely. <laughs> how in the world do you put Lou, or uh, how in the world do you put Billy Buckets with Corey Martin in mm-hmm. alternate shot? I mean, that's fire and, and water, mix, fire and ice, oil and vinegar, whatever it may be. That's not a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, certain things like that. I told Lou I lost my first pepper, believe it or not. <laughs> I went on to win a bunch and tie a bunch, but I lost my first one too. You got to – there's no substitute for experience, and, and he's learning it, and I loved what I saw this year from Lou Spina. He will be leading Team Lakata next year and into the future. Pat, you're back-to-back champs. At this point, is it just trust the process and keep building? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, winning is contagious. And, and you know, I, I've talked to most of these guys since uh, since Sunday afternoon. And, you know, you'd think, you know, after you win, you want to celebrate, you want to, you know, you, you want to relax, you want to enjoy it. But, you know, these guys all wanted to get right back out there. So, I mean, losing is contagious and so is winning. And I think I, I think they're even hungrier going into trying to three-peat, which has never been done in Pepper history. So I, I, I couldn't be more proud of the guys. It was a great weekend. Hats off to Team Lakata, another good, another good tournament. Um, but you know, like I said, we're already getting texts about next year. So, guys are excited. That's how you want it. Um, I know they're going to be back out there grinding early in the off season. So, can't wait to get back out there with them. And you know, speaking of next year, we do have breaking news into Buckets and Dan. There has been a trade between Team Kale and Team Lakata. Mike, will you break it down for us? Yeah, um, couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier with this trade. Uh, got after it right after the tournament as my general manager role. Put the golfing hat down and started working on how I can get these get my team better. And so proposed a couple trades and uh, f- for a couple guys, and one was pushed through. And I'm happy to announce uh, for the very first time the addition to Team Lakata. We are welcoming back Frank Briandi. And we are welcoming to Team Lakata Corey Lloyd in exchange for Kyle Whipple and Billy Buckets O'Hare. <laughs> Billy, your initial thoughts on the trade? I was really buying in everything Team Lakata was saying, and uh, I'm just happy to be in the pepper, and I'm happy to be a part of Team Cahill. Wow. <laughs> Let me, Welcome, uh, if I can. Uh, and I got bucks right in front of me, so uh, I want I want you to hear it from me. Um, Going to tell you, bucks. It was nothing. It was in fact you played. You outkicked your coverage when I wanted. What I needed to do was get Frank Briandy back where where he belongs. And I tried to make a couple offers for guys. Uh, put a package together. Every single one was rejected. Team Kale and Captain Kale had their guy had their eyes on on one guy in that sort of mix and it was because you played so well I think um, that your stock in my opinion will never be higher you played you hit your ceiling you what you you shattered through your ceiling and now just like you know not unlike an Eddie Sudik or Pete DiSabio uh, 
you're going to get bigger matches now because you proved your five-hole match is not going to be a five-hole match next year. We traded you away. You moved up a level, and now I'm happy to see your pepper career kind of develop from there. Um, kind of similar as what Captain Cahill said about Corey Martin not a week ago. Uh, Kyle Whipple did almost everything right, but that's a good riddance situation for me. Um, I could tell you at 8 o'clock Saturday he would never play on Team Lakata again. I made it pretty known throughout Saturday and Sunday um, that, that that was not exactly the time, kind of attitude we were looking for. Kind of a me guy. Kind of a, a I'm going to do right by me. I'm going to try to talk my way out of situations. And, and there's always an excuse and, and things like that. Like I said to start the show, Kyle Whipple did a ton right. Uh, I'm super happy he's in the pepper. Brings a lot to it. Um, just not a right, not a good culture fit for Team Lakata. Corey Lloyd, hardworking guy hates to lose. Captain Kale said it a week ago, hates to lose. He's going to be out there getting better these next 300 days. And, and so, uh, and, and so that's a guy we want. Um, that's a guy who, uh, and to bring Frankie Briandi home is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, happy to welcome him back. He's again, always been like Pete, always been a team Lakata guy. Um, he knows his spot. He knows it's, I talked to him, uh, Sunday. I talked to him before we even before I even submitted the trade, I said, if, if there was ever a possibility to come back here, you have to know this is Lou Spina's team. Okay. <laughs> this is, it starts at the top. It's Lou Spina's team. You got to figure out your role within it. And he was fine with it. Uh, I think he'll be happy to come on home and try to bring a trophy back to us. So really happy with the trade. I'm sure Cahill gets a good guy in Whipple who probably has not hit his ceiling yet. And, uh, and certainly buckets who had the rookie of the year, you know, by far. So a good trade all around. Uh, in interested to see what, you know, the other side thinks. So, Pat, you're getting two guys, um, you know, two guys that one's getting sold high, one one is getting sold, sold. One is getting sold high, one is getting sold low. Talk about what you're getting in this trade and what you're giving up. Yeah, I mean, I you know, we wanted Bill during the expansion draft early in the offseason over here. Um, I know what he can bring to the table. I didn't even care about his golf game at the time. Um, I know what a fit he is, what a culture guy he is. Um, and then, you know, I was, I, you know, I, I couldn't disagree more that he has smashed through his ceiling. I think, I think the sky's the limit for him. He came in, he was nervous. He played under composed. He was well composed. He played good under pressure. He dominated his singles match. I'm always thinking about the back nine on Sunday. Um, you know, so there's a point and a half that I just got. Frankie lost his singles match and CeeLo lost his. So I look at that. We've all said it, it comes down to singles. I think I got better in singles again. Um, I think I got a better culture. Bill, you're not going to have guys on this team telling you, what are you doing? Hit your putter off the tee box. I'm not going to be pulling this with Whipple. We're halfway up one fairway. <laughs> Lakata's telling him it's his last day on Team Lakata. <laughs> this is a complete culture shift. Okay, I want to let you know that, Bill. You can relax, okay? You're home now. So welcome. <laughs> I'll be over in 20. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great way to wrap this up, gentlemen. Um, from the media perspective, Pat, I really appreciate me or appreciate you inviting me into your home and welcoming me, uh, Mike, you too, with open arms to for this coverage. And it's always a pleasure. And I'm only looking forward to better years in the future. And also, we appreciate the breaking news. So that'll be great. And we'll wrap it up in a few minutes. But, gentlemen, thank you. And we really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks again, guys. All righty then.
Bill, you just said it. A lot to digest. A lot of emotions in this basement right now, and um, from both of us, really. So, you know, let's let's talk through it, Bill. What are your what are your emotions feel like right now? You know, I I gave everything I had to Team Lakata, although not for a long period of time. And at first, like Hill just said, "You're home now." That made me feel good. So, um, just good to be wanted. Just good to be wanted. And I got a question for you, Dan. I know your golf game's on the rise. If we went out and played 18 tomorrow, we'd probably probably have a really good chance to beat me uh arguably playing better golf than me probably um so we're talking about pepper expansion i know mike lakata's still in the room he probably won't want to comment on it now but i gotta think if there's an expansion of two more guys dan hannon's name's first on the list and and that would be an honor but i'm gonna tell you you talk about finding your home of team cahill i am right at home being the media and yeah. <laughs> the face of the okay. media for this tournament. all right let's talk about one thing Whoa. the best tweet of the year Goes to Scott Nutty <laughs> what with his comment: <laughs> "Dan Hannon's make a wish to be a TMZ reporter. <laughs> this is we have a poster and a bunch of disinterested local alcoholics for you to interview. <laughs> How yeah. good was that? Nutty's quick. He's always quick. He's quick on the court. He's quick, quick with uh, a quick tweet. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, Dan, I'm just looking forward to doing this again, and we. I think the Pepper community is also." owes you a round of applause for the work you put in this weekend. I will say this, and I know I don't have a say in it, but if we could stay local, it helps the media coverage because I don't want to <laughs> travel and do this. So He's not going to be a houseboy. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, can I get one more question? And now I don't got to pony up to him because he ain't my captain yeah, anymore. Hell yeah. You, 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 di you disowned it last week when I asked you about the pepper potentially going down under the border. What are the initial talks? I know there's been an initial trade. What are the initial talks about – Pepper location 2023. Yeah, Bucks, fair question. Um, this, you know, this Pepper is over. The book has been closed. Um, I would say look out for uh, an official announcement. I would also, you know, tell you it wouldn't be a terrible idea to get your whatever enhanced license or passports in orders um, just in case. You know, will we hit every continent? Before this pepper's over, yes. When I don't know, um, and and so uh, to to yeah, South America, sure we do need to get down there, uh, but we we got to get to Europe too, you know, and, and Australia and everywhere else. So um, you know, we'll we'll announce that in due time, Bucks. I love that you're excited about it, as is everybody, and uh, we certainly are not going to break the process. But I will tell you, it's on the table. It's certainly on the table. And I got to say one other compliment slash shout out was the job. I don't know who did it. Was it Pat Cahill and Mike Licata and who the original six banners that were given out Saturday night in Cahill's backyard. It was a beautiful, beautiful gesture. You know, a guy like I'm going to give one more shout out because I played against him twice this weekend. He was so good. Swizz. He's so good this weekend. And he he told he after doing some interesting things in Pat's kitchen, I said, "Boy, Sunday Swizz is going to be here." And he looked he me, was good. He looked me dead in the eye and said, "I'm squashing that narrative tomorrow." Very intimidating because I don't really know him too well, and he looked me dead in the eye into my soul. It was very intimidating, and he brought it. So uh, good for him, and good for everybody. It's just another great weekend, and the, it's hilarious. Like the more and more people that just reach out and be like, "Oh yeah, like, like the peppers this week," and I'm like, "What?" Like how? What are you? What? So um, it really is great, and I and I'm looking forward to uh, another great year. And you know, it's just I'm I'm just I'm just thrilled to be a part of it without actually feeling the pressure of having to do anything. So 
Buckets, I think that we could wrap it up here. Is your your? I mean, you're already on the phone with your agent. He's he's just he's <laughs> firing away text it's Unbelievable. Right now. It's his, unbelievable. Uh, he is just sweating profusely in the basement since it's been announced. He doesn't know what to do. Just and this is a story I got. I got a story to tell. Sure. sure. It, I I got blood work done on Friday. Oh God. And this is <laughs> and great lady at there at Quest. Great lady Niagara Falls Quest. I got blood work and I'm such a baby. I say, <laughs> is it gonna hurt? Because I'm scared to get it done. And then at the end she goes, you're fine. Look, I mean everything. Was that as bad as I looked? I looked back. The next thing I remember is her saying, William, 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 and tapping my shoulder. And I was in and out of consciousness. And she said, are you hot and sweaty? I said, yeah, I'm hot and sweaty. <laughs> and they kept me there for about 25 minutes. Pretty good. Okay. All right. Good way to end. All right. Well, until our training camp Bills preview, uh, that'll do it for us on Buckets and Dan. And, Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to share it on all platforms. Tell your friends. Love you, Mom. I know who